Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Team Selection Podcast on the AFL Ratings Network. My name is Pete, and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. On the road, and welcome to co-host Seven Perth, Ryan Daniels. G'day, Ryan. G'day, Pete. How are you going? Notable players to discuss in round 23, uh, Collingwood-Brisbane Friday night. Collingwood unlikely to tag Brisbane mids. Jacob Ryan, uh, AFL debut. VFL stats are solid across half-back. Brisbane. Uh, Josh Dunkley enjoys playing at Marvel Stadium. His numbers are quite good. Brisbane forwards a decent opportunity on Friday night. So for Collingwood, side bottom, uh, Jacob Ryan and Ginevan into the 22 there now. Uh, Darcy Moore, Hill, Dugowie on the outs. Uh, no risk policy at Collingwood. And for Brisbane, Kitty Coleman returns. Jasper Fletcher into the 22. Jack Gunston out and Jackson Pryor out. Your thoughts here? Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Um, Coleman is interesting um, in terms of like for draft leagues and that sort of stuff in terms of he comes back, he's no Daniel Rich in the side still and he won't be back for this season or, you know, at least for the next few weeks. Leicester's sort of been playing in that defensive role, so you'd assume Coleman picks up and takes some of those numbers off Leicester if you're someone who's been relying on him as a loop. It's a bit riskier now. Um, that's a deep cut, that one. But uh, Collingwood's probably the fascinating one now. No day costs. Uh, obviously, Moore's not there. That doesn't really impact fantasy too much, but also no Dugowie. So you look at it, and the obvious winners there are Crisp, um, uh, Tom Mitchell. Yep. Uh, Sidebottom will probably play on, on his traditional wing spot. And then Josh Dacos, who was very good last week. I, I think they're probably the winners. So I think if there's ever a week for Tom Mitchell to play well, this is it. Tight, congested game, big midfielders in the Brisbane side. The goalie out, Dacos out. Uh, it makes a lot of sense for this to be the Tom Mitchell night. Um, but saying that, you know, he, he's obviously been a bit up and down in the last month or so. So that's my theory on those two teams. I, I, I do think it's going to be a really tight, congested game of footy, which doesn't always translate to great fantasy points. On to Richmond, North Melbourne. So Jack Rewald and Trent Cochin. Keep a watch out for Daniel Rioli and his ankle concerns over the last couple of weeks. They have significantly impacted his output. Uh, for North Melbourne, Jack Zebel farewell game, a potential monster situation for him and just trying to be fed the ball. So that's a potential. And also alongside of Harry Sheasel plays that halfback role again, you know, they, those two can link up all day. So for Richmond, Cochin and Hopper in, Bauer and Coulthard on the outs. Uh, for North Melbourne, Howe, Phillips, Greenwood, Powell in, uh, Archer, uh, Stevenson, Cunnington and Wardlaw, the outs for North Melbourne. Yeah, a lot to unpack here from a retirement's point of view. So, these retirement games can go either way. Uh, famously, I had a grand final in fantasy one year in my keeper league. The only flag I've won in that league has been going for 11 years. And on the Friday night, we had Matty Boyd, Bob Murphy and Luke Hodge all retiring in the same game. Now, Hodge would go on to then play for Brisbane again. But at the time, we thought it was all their last games. Now, I waited up all, all week. Who do I play? I'd settled on Bob Murphy. Now, in the warm-ups, the pre-game, Channel 7 did the big, you know, emotional, these guys are retiring montage. 
Bob Murphy was in tears in the rooms before the game. I did not like that. Too much emotion. <laughs> Matty Boyd had the look of an eye of the tiger. So I switched to Matty Boyd, and what did Matty Boyd do? I think he scored 140. Yeah. He, it was a big number. Um, and he won me the grand final, which I won by three points. Now, all I'm saying is sometimes these retirement games, the emotion gets the better of people, and it becomes overwhelming. Will that happen for Cochin or Revolt or Zebel? We don't know. I would say that Zebel in the role that he has is likely to do pretty well out of it. You would think that Revolt's going to be just trying to shark any goal that he possibly can um, to finish on a higher number. Um, so those guys, you'd think, would probably have pretty good games. But these things don't always go the exact way you think, is, is what I'm saying. So I'm big on Zebel this week. I think he's going to score well, but there's no guarantees with this retirement stuff. Yeah, my takeaway there is leave emotion at the door, and that's from Ocean's 11. So let's move on to the next game here. <laughs> Gold Coast and Carlton. So we've got Johnson on debut for the Suns. Uh, Fiorini, Buttery, good to see him return. Ben King returning from a one-week off with a knee concern. Uh, Sexton into the 22. And we have McPherson on the outs. Farrah, he got destroyed by Isaac Heaney early in that game last week, so he's on the outs there. Uh, Sam Day, Elijah Holland's interesting. Out of that 22, uh, Nick Holman side along with injury there. So for Carlton, Harry McKay turns and Fogarty out with Sauna. So just a couple of takeaways here. Buttery, good to see him return for the Suns and Harry McKay for Carlton. Yeah, well, Guy, what does he do to their makeup? Does he shift things around for them? Uh, Doherty named, but we'll see on that one. We'll see if he was subbed out last week. Um, him being a laid out would change things pretty dramatically. Uh, no Walsh, no Cherry yet. Um, so Carlton, you know, if you've been riding the Nick Newman train, it's probably going to continue to, to ride through and, and score pretty well. Um, Gold Coast, nothing really amazing there. I suppose McPherson will hurt some draft teams. Fiorini's an interesting one. Always a possibility he can go big. If you need a Hail Mary as a bench mid, he could be a great pickup if he's on your waivers. Um, other than that, nothing too significant. Giants versus Essendon. So we're going to go Bedford and Daniels in for the Giants. Haynes out with illness. Uh, McMullen there on the outs there as well. Uh, big in for Essendon. Sam Draper returns. Jake Stringer into the 22. Uh, Nick Bryan makes way for Draper. And Bullwood in there as well. So just a big one there is Sam Draper in for the Bombers. Yeah, obviously uh, they haven't had, they've been missing him. They haven't been the same team without Draper. He's an X Factor for them. He's their best ruckman. Um, yeah, it's a, a big return for him. Otherwise, that's all pretty pedestrian, I would have thought. I don't think none of that will have too much impact on fantasy. On to St Kilda and Geelong. So no change for the Saints. Uh, Hawkins and Buse into the 22 for the Cats. Uh, Rowan and Stanley sideline with injury. Uh, there's some chance here the Saints do try and shut down or provide a shadow for Tom Stewart. Uh, that's the biggest one. And probably a decent situation in this game for Rowan Marshall to get to work against, you know, not much opposition at that ruck position. Yeah, I think young Shannon Neal is, is yep. named in the ruck. Uh, young WA boy, nice, good fella, big fella, unit, massive unit. Um, but he's, he's played one game, I think, this year and maybe a couple overall. Um, so he's going to have his work cut out for him, I guess, they could always put Radigalia back in the ruck for a little bit if they had to. Um, but it's, I mean, Marshall's really got the, the land right in front of him, doesn't he? Um, in terms of the Stewart tag, yeah, I heard Ross Lyon talking about that today. I think he sort of said you can let him get off a little bit, but if he, if he starts to get too much of it, you've got to tighten up. So, yeah, that would be one to keep an eye out for. Adelaide and Sydney, a huge game this one. So Rankin and Michelle in for the Crows, Pedler and Nankervis on the outs there. I would keep a big watch on Mitch Hinge. Uh, suffered a hyper extension of the knee last week, got through, 
on his availability for this week. So, you know, if that's the case, Nan Curvis could be on the radar to return if Hinge is a late withdrawal here. And for the Swans, Rampy into the team, Campbell and Buller. Good to see him back in for a chance. Uh, Francis on the outs, Roberts and Amadi out with a hamstring. So a uh, big one here for me is if Gordon doesn't have any type of shadow in this game, that's a very good spot for him and a pretty decent score is a chance. Yeah, we saw him. I'm uh, surprised that he got that tag last week because I think you and I discussed it and we just thought Merrill's probably not the guy that they'll mm-hmm. go to, but they did and then uh, it sort of worked and then they stopped it and he went mad in the second half. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting watch. The, the, the first tag is always the worrying one because other coaches look at it and go, hey, how did that work for the other team? Now, that, the fact that it shut Errol down and Gold Coast winning that game at halftime, that's probably not great for fantasy owners because there is a bit of a blueprint there to, to slow him down at least. At some point, Gold Coast stopped that and uh, it opened up a little bit. But, yeah, it will be interesting to see what Adelaide do. Is it Keys? Does Keys go to him? If they need someone to go to someone, it's probably Keys, right? Yeah, some chance there. Uh, might be a bit of movement. And that hinge situation does move it a bit. So if Golden starts on a wing, Brody Smith could go back to half-back to cover out hinge. Uh, so, yeah, there's plenty of movement that could happen that game. Keys would be the one I would say, and I would agree with you, that it could be on the Golden shadow there for sure. So let's move on to the Sunday game. So I'll go with the outs to start with. So Liberatore out for the Bulldogs concussion protocols. Uh, Greg Clark out there as well. Uh, Hibbert out for Melbourne there. Uh, for Hawthorne, Wingard, unfortunately, Achilles. Um, was a pretty tough situation to watch last week. Uh, Lewis, foot injury, he's probably done for the season now. Bailey McDonald out there as well. Michael Walters, he can probably bring us up to date on that one in a sec. Uh, so he's so long with a calf injury. Uh, no outs for Port Adelaide at this stage. So the notes here from those Sunday games, I'd expect the Bulldogs mids to rack up some serious numbers against the Eagles. Uh, from the Eagles' point of view, uh, defenders could see plenty of ball coming their way on Sunday if they can set a stack of inside 50s, which I do expect. Uh, from Melbourne's point of view, if McGuinness went to Ed Langton last year, he's a possible target for McGuinness this week. Uh, from Hawthorne's point of view, I would expect they would try and keep James Sicily occupied with a possible uh, Jake Malcolm shadow or you know, at least try and divert that ball away from Sicily there. And from Fremantle, Hayden Young likely to continue his midfield role. You had that interview on Seven Perth on Monday night. That was with Justin Longmuir, which he pretty much confirmed that he was going to play that midfield role for the remainder of the season. And from Port Adelaide's point of view, Connor Rosie and Zach Butters may get some type of attention. So any thoughts here? Yeah, we'll start there. I think um, there's a pretty, pretty strong chance that Young goes to one of those guys. Now, he didn't really do a hard tag on Tim Kelly uh, in the derby, they sort of just ran together for most of the night. Um, but you could see at stoppages, Young was looking around to find Kelly and then would go next to him and stand next to him. But it wasn't, you know, a hardcore sort of Finn McGuinness type tag. It was more of a defensive midfielder type thing. So uh, Rosie and Butters are the two that uh, Justin Longmuir mentioned. They're the obvious candidates. And they also like when they can put Young on a player that can go forward. And obviously both of those guys can go forward and have an impact, particularly Rosie. Uh, as a goal kicker, so that's one to watch there. The West Coast game could get really ugly. Um, their back line is really undermanned. They, when you look at the three talls in Lobb and Hugo Hagen and Norton, and then also the way that Cody Waitman plays, a little above his height, um, that's going to be a very difficult set of matchups for a West Coast back line who have Jeremy McGovern, uh, and that's really their only established key defender. Then it's Josh Rossum, who is really more of a medium defender and, and a barely... AFL level one. Then you've got guys like Elliot Yo who will have to play as a key back. Liam Duggan, who will have to play taller. 
Um, it's it's going to get messy for that back line. So not only is their midfield going to be under siege, but they're going to be under the pump down back. So that game, I really don't know what to expect, but it has a bad feeling about it in terms of how big the margin could get if uh, that West Coast midfield doesn't find a way to hold up. Um, and with the personnel they've got in there, a lot of kids, um, I don't like their chances of being... Uh, able to stop that Bulldogs run. So that could be a game with really, really big scoring. Yeah, just to finish on this point, is that last week uh, Hawthorne played a game of keep-off against the Bulldogs and, you know, the disposal differential was quite strong in the Hawks' favour. So I wonder if the Eagles really just go, you know, hold on to the ball heavy across half-back and just, you know, mock, try and make it a 60-50 you know, type game. Um, so that's probably yep. their only chance to make it a smaller type margin. Uh, if there's any remote chance to be in that contest anyway. So, you know, Hawks did it last week against the Bulldogs. Uh, that is some chance to happen for the Eagles there this week. So, Ryan, where can listeners find you this week? Just the usual spots, mate. Footy Rhino on Twitter. Uh, if you're in Perth, the news, or um, read the paper, or, yeah, it's a, that's pretty much, mate, the usual spots. AFRRatings.com.au for a stack of fantasy information. AFR Ratings, Pete, you can find me. AFR Ratings on associated Twitter accounts there for a stack of fantasy information. Well, Ryan, until team selection next week, have a great weekend and good luck to listeners in round 23. Thanks, Pete. You too.